Chicago bottle like she was a diamond on the shelf. People talk about her like she was a diamond on the shelf. Well, I got 2020 vision, I can see that for myself. I got a hot stepping baby, you know she's really about as good as gold. I got a hot stepping baby, you know she's really good as gold. She can make my grandpa feel like he's six years old. I got 2020 vision, that's all I need, enough to keep my baby. So welcome to Tales from the East End and we're back for Monthly Madness but we've not we've, we've our own gargle this time though I couldn't get in touch with the Penny Hill so they can fuck off with this one they're not sponsoring us for this one uh, we're in Crew Tattoo and Temple Bar and I am in mid tattoo and it's strangely erotic I'm quite aroused at the moment so Sure sorry this is the second show you've done lying down with a woman fondling your leg <laughs> what, are you, what are you talking about <laughs> Keep that yourself. But anyway, we're um yeah, so we're recording after hours at Crew Tattoo Town Bar. We're very, very grateful for all the guys for hooking us up. Moonar's trying to say he organised this, but he's full of absolute shite. He's somewhere around there. But uh yeah, so we've some Rovers fans who are getting inked. Barely Bear is over there getting inked at the minute. Car Cairns has just gotten done and are looking great. So uh Darren Glennon just walked in, fair play to him. Yeah, we have Darren Glennon who's still bottling a tattoo. We have a fella here whose voice is like cement. He's opening bottles by just saying open. He's something else this fella. <laughs> so a Christmas special with Ronald Finna Papborn just to uh, but uh, we had a live show in a pub and the sound was an absolute disaster. So this is a little bit different. So um well, what I thought it was, it was a great session, but a terrible podcast. Yeah, great session, terrible podcast. Soundwise, but well, you're a perfectionist, so soundwise I thought it was okay. I'll walk away, walk away. Soundwise I thought it was okay. Uh, you're a perfectionist, so you obviously you're not going to be happy with it. But I, it was listenable. It was listenable, and it was a good show. Listenable, but it was a one-off. Yeah, it. yeah, but you, like it's it's you once Well, the last part was the people around us couldn't hear. Yeah, but that's because we were in a pub and the country didn't give a balance. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? So. As John Connolly said to me, we decided about forty seconds in. I would listen to a home. <laughs> so that was the. It went down very well. A big shout out to our sponsors, Carling and Coffee Donuts as well. They were great. And uh, so, lads, how many season tickets do you reckon do we sold as of last week? Seventeen twenty-four. Seventeen twenty-four. It's a nice number. Hey, there we go. Moon, are you into a tattoo? Seventeen twenty-four. Have to crack somebody. Actually, you have to crack around the fin. Remember, you had a stat about how many players since he came back. On the Brazzers' first season, they're still there now. Yeah, he I couldn't. Said, I, I, I did well enough. He said it was just him and Pico Lopez. Yeah, he was wrong. It was the third person. Who's <laughs> the tour prop? Graham Burke. Sporky, ah, because he did leave. In fairness, yeah. now. Right, so that's the seventeen twenty-five uh, season tickets. Sold. Did you get yours before Christmas? Because I didn't. No, not a chance. Kids were crying. Christmas was ruined. Uh, no, but I did get it. And I, I tell you what happened. Jaden's apparently a member, and I'm under fourteen. So. That's that's what happened with a lot of people as well. They got them mixed up. That's the first time I didn't get mine before Christmas Day. I've, I've been a season ticket holder since 2010. Christmas is real for first time. Yeah. In fairness, they were snowed under with ours, but that's, in fairness, we were the ones charted with that job, so it, it's a failure on both parts. 
Did you see someone ordered a Shells jersey from Umbrel and they sent him a Rovers one instead? Yeah, I saw that. What was the crack with that? It's hilarious. Nuts. Yeah, so uh, we'll talk about the fixtures. Fixtures were released and uh, since our last show and we kick off away to Bowles, baptisms on fire, haunt the Cork and then away to Waterford on the following Monday. So we'll be running the bus for that. Force away game. Uh, we have to go for it. The Bowls games at Daily Man was moved to Friday night to Saturday night after discussion with the Gary. Why has it been moved? Saturday afternoon. Now, all of, all, of, all of a sudden, like, it's 2 o'clock on a Saturday. They're giving them early doors to have a gargle. They're going to give the boys early, like they're going to be gargling all day as well. There's going to be more trouble, I think. I think you're cutting, because people rush from work to get to the game on a Friday night. Now they're going to have all day to drink after the game and there's going to be trouble. I don't know the reason. I'd love to know the official reason. We spoke about that already, about wanting to know the official reason. But we don't know. I think the only people had with a new kickoff time is the Aussie lads. It's like perfect for them. Yeah, the boys, the, yeah. Shout out to Sean Fields, didn't see Robert's yeah. <laughs> He only mentions that every week in the chat. <laughs> and the President's Cup kickoff is confirmed. We're not running the bus for that one, lads. We're on the Wack Express. That's the 9th of February. 3pm at Oriel Park, so we're going to go and up end Dundalk. Uh, we're on the Wack Express, yeah. Surprised I didn't choose Tadder for that President's Cup rather than Oriel Park. It's a strange one, yeah. But listen, it's an absolute shithole, so I don't know. I don't know the reasoning behind it. Plus, uh, Listen, we'll move on anyway. We'll go on. So well, listen, we're going to bring on our first guest. The I think he came up with the podcast. I think he invented bread. It's 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 Milner. David Milner, slide on over there. David Milner. David Milner. Yeah. Right. So we have Milner on. We're going to um, we're going to get everybody on. So the the idea for this show. Can, can you can you remember how it came about? Yeah, one of the way days, wasn't it? And it was just, I think it was called, was it Galway or 1-4 one that won the away days in the cup? We said, if you do win it, we're all going to get tattoos to bleed and commemorate you, so. Oh, Jordan idea, was it? Oh, sorry, yeah. it was Carl's idea. Sorry, sorry, you can add me to making a podcast. Bread. Bread and the idea, so. Uh, but I think then it was, it was birthed on Indiabo itself. Because when we woke up, we all had a Rovers tattoo WhatsApp group, so we said, right, well, this is it. It has to happen. It's a WhatsApp group now. It's official. But there are a few bottlers in the group. There are Kenny. He's, he can get out of the club, Seal, Cassie, he can get out of the club. They're all burned. Not a way. peep out of them in the WhatsApp group for two weeks straight. And then today, you And then all of a sudden, oh, yeah, I'm flat out more. Get out of it. <laughs> that was one of the criticisms in the survey. It was like, I don't like it when you say get out of the club. It sounds too extreme <laughs> of other people's opinions. Well, do you know what they can do? You know, it's, it's, it's tongue in cheek. Like, we're not actually, it's the most, most extreme thing you can say. That's why it's funny. Sometimes it is, sometimes not. So, Prof, you've a, you've a couple of yeah. things from me, aren't I? So, every guest we're going to have on today, we're going to ask them three things. One, their memories of Cup Final Day. Two, their predictions for the coming season. And three, they want Roberts to sign anybody else that they haven't signed so Ooh, far. Like this. So, but also, people like me and I who haven't been on the podcast before. I did, I won the competition, sorry. Oh, he has been on it, that's right, yeah. <laughs> yeah. He won the quiz competition. He's never read been on it. Read it, read it, read it. Read it. Oh, oh, oh. <laughs> that's well getting out of the way. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> did I ask you how you got into Fallen Rovers in the interview? I don't remember, but yeah, it is. Yeah. Well, I'll say it again. <laughs> That's just true. Family, as, as long as you can remember, going to rings in the alumni. Yeah, mum and dad bring me to see Rovers as long as you can remember, and then never stopped. So yeah, what twenty five years following them? Twenty five years. Mm. So how many cup final defeats have you seen? Two. 
Do you remember? Yeah, do you remember? Remember, remember, most memorable remember, remember, I remember, I remember Terry. So weird memory. We were in the Bally Buck end, went up my mum and we were sitting beside this naughty fella who was absolutely pissed and obviously sporting dirty but he was unsure he was sporting Bit of an dirty. idle soul. And he was literally gargled. Anytime Rover shot he go, Oh <laughs> then Dirty shot like, Oh and Stand out with sure me. Are you sure this was you? It was, it was just you and him now. <laughs> yeah, and I remember when, when they won. Obviously, <laughs> coming home. Well, what must have been what? What was it? Two thousand and one. It goes down as one of the most heartbreaking yeah. cup final defeats, doesn't it? Time, so I remember coming home flying. Yeah. Do you remember Keddie's miss right at the end? No. No, I don't remember specifics of the game, but yeah. I just remember that the drunk Derry fan and then losing. <laughs> and then I remember, obviously, I remember Sligo. Remember Sligo and then like the horrible game and the penalties that we couldn't score, but thankfully we made up. For and how year. how did you feel when we were going into the penalty shootout? Did Sligo play in your mind? Yeah, and and then obviously what happened before, like with them scoring the last minute, you said we're, we're never gonna win it. And they scored when we scored in the ninety minute, and they scored in the ninety four. I said we were never gonna win it. We're done. Never again. We're cursed. But then thankfully we got over the line. In general, what's your best memories of the day? Just probably rings end before, like, but obviously being from rings end, like we put a lot of effort into, like getting the pubs on side, everyone then just seeing everyone coming down early doors, people ringing you saying anywhere to get an early gargle. We are all in Sally's probably well before the time and Sally's was probably packed so and then just walking outside of Sally's and just saying the whole place massive shout out to the Pride Rings end for that because that yeah. was amazing the way they organised that it was unbelievable a lot of work went into it and if there's an aerial video I think your dad posted the stuff it was absolutely unbelievable it just showed you what kind of work went into it and it was unbelievable yeah it was unbelievable it's unbelievable like when you we, we did put a lot of work into it and then when you see videos like that sort of it makes it all work well it's a great day out so give us uh, predictions for the coming season. Tough yeah, one, yeah, it's a, there is a tough one, but when you think of the way we finished last season, we showed we can we can really push the knock and then you look at maybe the signings both have made, you say, have we been stronger? I would argue yes. So I, I think we'll be there at there about so I think I think we're gonna win it. I think we'll win it win the league next year. Well, uh, if, if, we saw it, if we saw it, if we saw it for strike, I would definitely win it. Right. But at the moment the way we're the way we're going, we'd have to stay maybe injury free, we're up top. But I think I think we'd win it. Well so realistically, like a realistic signing and it can be it can be outside the box, but like who do you think we could get in? To be honest, I think the likes, I, I I'll like give you an example. The likes of maybe an Anto Stokes or a Killian Sheridan or someone that could be on the fringes of a, a European, an Irish player on the fringe of a European team or something like that. Uh, I, I, don't, I, don't, I don't know how you... <laughs> I don't know how you say... Like, you say Stokes and it'd be great, but then you're way up both ways. Yeah. options say, would he be bad in the dressing room? Killian Sheridan, is he realistically going to come home? I yeah. don't think so. I think, it's it's just, I, think, yeah, yeah, I think it just shows how tough it is, a job for the... Um, Bradley to get a striker in it shows that we're still playing trialists at the moment it is a tough place to fill there's no one really around the league that's going to come in and prove us we're not going to get anyone in at this stage Yeah. so can we get some that's quite right a quick? grim outlook isn't yeah, it yeah it is like two weeks out from the, the English transfer window closing what well, are we going to do the striker can't do what Aaron Green does how much is that going to affect our style of play I, I, I understand that but then you can win you can wire up both ways say oh Greener's great to run the channels but then if Greener ever goes one on one without being disrespectful to him are you fully confident that he's going to put it away if you have it no, a striker no. that's going to can we 
can we change our style to make sure we have a 20 season? Yeah, a that's 20, 20 goal season strike. That's the thing as well. What type of striker are we actively looking yeah. for, and are we being picky, or are we just going out and saying we're getting an all rounder? Like it's, yeah, yeah. it must be, it must break fucking yeah. Bradley's heart. Oh, it's, it's like it's definitely not as easy as saying, oh, let's go no. and sign someone that's gonna score us. Like your man today, you had a touch of a pebble dash wall apparently. Well, so you know, same, but your man, your man out last week against Luke, and he was six foot five, and he missed three chances in twenty minutes before it blown yeah. up. Like, <laughs> as I said, an improvement on Alki. Yeah, there you go, with more chances. Ah, well, I hope he scored the first game. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so uh, that's that's it, and we're going to talk about a new signings. Uh, two defenders, Liam Scales and Reese Marshall. Reese Marshall, can we put him in the defender bracket because he kind of does a bit of everything? Um, He's probably going to be playing wing back. We're gonna, probably going to play three at the back, and he'll be on the right. Yeah, yeah, so they do look like. Like, they are there. I had a. Not an argument, but a discussion with someone today about that we're signing the wrong type of players. These are the players that we needed to cover gaps. And uh, Barry's falling asleep here over here getting his tattoo done. <laughs> now, when you're going to get a tattoo done your leg, you're not supposed to take your trousers down. Barry was going to whip out the arse and everything over here, look. But he's not feeling it at all. Look, he's not liking this at all. He, he was sucking the thumb a minute ago. <laughs> he wants his teddy bear. The lizard emerges. So, <laughs> how will shape up for next season? You were, you were football friends with Cavo. Tell us, what's the story? Oh. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I'm absolutely mortified by this boy because Cavo is is probably my favourite player when he's on form and like I said he's your pal I'm disgusted that I heard he's out for five to six months today yeah well I don't know I don't know an exact time frame I don't know if he knows it's going to be obviously see but how it's bad. to like physio yeah I think it happened I think it happened during the, the court game you had to play through injury in the final I had to get a few injections to play came through pain well, yeah. he came off everyone was thinking oh is he just coming off because Dan O'Kelly came on pace wise but I think there was a bit more too. Oh, I said it to him afterwards. I yeah. says, "What's the story? Like, I mean, you weren't doing too bad." Yeah. He goes, "Ah, don't worry about it." Yeah, yeah. He like, was real coy cool about yeah, it. Cavo is quite quiet. Like, even he probably he didn't even tell me the week before he picked up an injury in the court game. Like, you know, yeah. in case probably. That, <laughs> probably in case, yeah, probably in case of lead thing. Yeah, well, yeah. In fairness, um, squad boys. I think we only had a chat like out at this, um, the Luke in game. The first, the first half, he had a strong team out, and then we're saying, "Right, who can come in the second half?" And when you actually look at it, we nearly have like two or three backups in each position. We have a really, really strong squad. Yeah. Like, it was unbelievable. <laughs> we, me and Staff had a chat about it at the Luton game. We were saying, like, he, Bojack came in with O'Neill. <laughs> like, Scales, Scales, after coming in. Marshall, all the lads have got much Cliftonville can only speak yeah. so highly about it. Look at the stats. So, yeah, it's unbelievable. So I think we're in a really strong position. I Did think you see what his former uh, manager said about Marshall? No. That, that says it all. Like how complimentary he was to ah, us, and like that's best player in the league for me. Anyway. anyway, that's all I cared about when they were. Playing. More like than that, it'd be thrilled you replacing Cavill for the first four or five months. He yeah. Out. Well, like the looks you have Lafferty there. Like people probably forget about Lafferty. Like he's actually last. I was against Lucan. I know it. Fairness sound, he is Lucan, but he was bombing up and down the line. Yeah. I, I thought he looked fit. So like, and he's coming at playing at a high standard all his career. So yeah. like. Having them international, exactly. So having them types of players, I think, can only be good for the club. And I think we're we're really in a strong position. And as we said, if we get a striker, and you can mix a match between him and Greener to get the best out of both, we could we could really um we could really push on. We could really push on. Like if, as I said, if we get a striker, the squad is there. Yeah, it's tough. Just maybe a striker, and then maybe one more wide player. And I can't see. Many coming near us, but obviously Dunbar Carter. 
I don't think the, they'll be as strong. Are, but, but you never know. Like, yeah. The, the time Cork won it, everyone's saying that at Dundalk finished the next year they come back they won it. So Dundalk, you can never write Dundalk off, I don't think. Yeah. Right, so that's that's it for oh, wait, what is your t- what is your tattoo since you're not getting one today? We have our Irish crest since what? Yeah, he's getting well he's yeah, uh, he has his well. uh El Limo the bouncer here is gonna get it wasn't a corner tattoo on <laughs> Mona's forehead now he's not letting him go till he does it. Big <laughs> 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 is that what he called him Mona, eh? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, so that's it. That. We had uh, the inventor of the wheel, Milner. No, well, awesome. <laughs> Staff, you're up next. Nah, he's not liking it at all, is he? <laughs> Poor little bear, he's dying to death over there. So we have staff coming up, and staff's yet to get tattooed, so he's got one on the old tricep. He's flexing them for life. Slowly wheeling his way over here. So tell us, how are you good at the Rovers? Eh, show me that. Family affair again, rings in. View of the Aviva from the gap. I was home and away, you know, for years and years. A cousin of his brought him years ago, and I kind of just, you know, Evolved from there. My dad was involved with Crown and all, like when Rob was left Milltown. He was one of those, which he still gets stick off me. He was one of those that kind of fell out all over it. Not fell out all over it, but with the whole ground moving and all that, he kind of. Ah, plenty of people did that though. Took a step back, and loads of people did. Like, it's not just him, like, he's not unique in that regard. Loads of people did. Um, And then, kind of, when the talent thing was coming back around, and me and my brother were kind of getting a bit older, like, been to a a fair few games in Tolka, like, <clears throat> but like once Tala was coming around, he was like right on a stack on back property, like, um, and that's kind of it. Yeah, it's it's been a love affair from then on, I suppose. And cup final day, you put up that picture where you could actually see the Aviva from your backyard and so yeah, talk about the day from Rings End onwards. Well, it was a special day. Like obviously, like the, the Sligo, the Sligo game the last time was kind of had set the benchmark for kind of what we wanted to do and it was a thing of there was such a good momentum going on at the club at the moment particularly after at, at that time particularly because every like the years coming up to it kind of hadn't been great everyone was on such a good buzz good European run enjoyable to watch I don't think people factor that in enough the fact that the football is good to watch yeah it makes it a bit it of does, a difference it does make it, it a di- bit of difference I, I don't think people kind of hone in on that enough like we, we do play some, like particularly last year, like we played some seriously good football, and it is a pleasure to go and watch. Like even people that made some mind who wouldn't be in any way League of Ireland inclined going to watch us saying, "Yes, like that was actually we enjoyed going to watch that," and yeah. it was just it was refreshing to hear that. Um, so we wanted to kind of make a big thing of it, obviously. And you'd be obviously you'd be just to let listeners know you'd be actively involved in the Pride of Rings end. Yeah, and we wanted it like I, I don't put in as much work as as, as the likes of Justin and Ed Saul and, and Don Dunn. Like I wouldn't put in anywhere. Me and Aaron wouldn't put in anywhere near as much work. Well, Mona probably would, wouldn't he? No, he yeah. definitely wouldn't. Mona's mad does the fries, and that's about it. And she does a good fry in fairness to her. Uh, so we kind of wanted it, make it as good a day as possible. So in fairness to all the like <laughs> kind of the, the sort of ongoing joke about the Town House kind of being a Dundalk public. Fuck it is. Well, the Irishtown House sponsored us. The Irishtown House gave us 150 quid for the day. Like, I mean, realistically, listen, realistically, from a logistics point of view, the amount of people that were there that day, the IH wouldn't have been able to hold yeah, everyone that was there. Like, and that, that was, the same. Everything just worked out the way it was supposed to work out. I mean, it was, 
it was even like people like from like be man or like me granddad I mean anywhere out for the day like people like who have no affiliation to football whatsoever yeah, big just day like, out. this is a big day out like we just got flat to the like you know flat to the boards and you know we are putting up the buntings early me and me and I got laugh like because me and my like any time we're down a, like slide or anything like that she always says right you come down there for and then you can go make sure you have his belly's line before you go. Ah. So happy, happy to have a little shout out to my honest mother. So I well, got me frying, got me frying the day of the, the cup final. So we went down to the, I was just doing the buttons up and all, and then people in and around rings in from like ten o'clock in the morning, like just flat out. Just, I remember like the lads coming down and Bundy going, Stafford, what's the story of the pubs? Like, are the pubs open yet? And all. In fairness to the Sally's, me and my own managed to get a few of the lads around the back of Sally's. But it was just like even in there, like at 11 o'clock in the morning, going, this is going to be Sunday out. Even if we don't win, which obviously everyone knows how that went, but yeah. it, it was always going to be, it was always going to be Sunday. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, one, one of my, look, just just a quick one, I said it before on the show, one of the best memories, from, we, we ran three double-decker buses from the Abbo, right? The Larry bus. Those buses take 77 people. It's about 150 on yeah. it. <laughs> Nearly fell into the Liffey at one stage. And one of them broke down. It was it was well, a it, sight. Well, it was better. And, and people kind of like... My dad put the video... The fella uh, that was oh, the in the flats like that sent me dad a video. That's your dad's like, video, yeah? No, it's not my dad's. Some of the flats, yeah. Uh, unbelievable, wasn't it? Like, and it? It is unbelievable. It's an unbelievable video. And if you are looking at that and looking at an English club or something like that, you'd be saying... Fucking hell, that looks like a bit of a laugh. Like, yeah. And there was people, <laughs> there was people like even like when we are up in the Burlington after the game, like Cabo's mates who wouldn't again wouldn't have any affiliation with League of Warren football. What kind of saying like fucking hell, that was late. I'll like, give that a go. I'd love to give that a go next year, like a couple of games. And it was kind of one of those things. Like, I remember kind of walking back after the game and just kind of the emotions that you've been through, that everyone had been through from that was kind of that half an hour of just absolute madness like it was just I've never felt an extreme of emotions but you know that's the thing about the, what we were speaking about is the contrast of emotions that football brings it's it's euphoric yeah and that's and that's why it kind of where it is such a, a big thing for me think about it so many other people like, like I, I went from literally elation to devastation to euphoria in the space of 20 minutes yeah. like, it was just <laughs> Everything, every emotion that could have yeah. bubbled up. In like the I said, world. it was my worst moment of football and my best moment in a half an hour. All in a half an hour. Like, I, 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 even, even kind of what, and don't get me wrong, I, I've, I've done it a dozen times now, watched back over the panels and all that. But I have, in, in recent weeks, kind of brought myself to look back over the last few minutes. And when that goal goes in, like, my heart sinks every single time. Like, when the, when the ball hits the back of the net, I, I, I bring myself back to that moment and I was just like, I don't think I've ever felt heartbreak until that happened and it was horrible but that kind of made and it was it was actually funny like when when we were up in the hotel after like and it was like getting to talk to some of the players and all and having a chat with Gary O'Neill and, and, and Gary was like and I was like you don't understand kind of how much that means like yeah. to people and he was like I kind of got the vibes like afterwards and I was like it's just like to be sitting there and for everything to happen like and I was just it was an unbelievable like day. I was I, I, had a couple, I was in tears after and I was holding my daughter, are. but we of a preteen daughter as well, and she's just looking at me through a side eye, going, eh, "That's crying." <laughs> like, what's this weirdo doing? But that's not like. We were all and my dad wasn't behind the goal because he didn't want to get involved in the pandemonium of everything that was going on. So they were back at Clark's, and I just walked into Clark's and I just gave me dad a big hug, and it was just like a nice moment for it, because obviously. Like, 
he was the person who introduced me to Rovers and we've been all over Europe watching Rovers and it's just like to have that kind of moment it, it does sound a bit sad but if no but that's what I mean if we were to say it to other people yeah they don't get it outside though outside of the circle people be going you're a fucking weirdo like that's my game but you know yourself but, you, you, you're an ever present on our bus and you know what goes on we have the crack on the buses but for this day alone it was regimental I made sure my family were there I made sure yeah. everything was done and right. was I wanted was, them to experience bigger. that it was bigger than just that circle it was getting everyone they'll involved. never forget that it was unbelievable they'll um, never forget it yeah so please God when we win the league next year or something similar so uh, I actually do remember uh, Kieran's first appearance in the podcast I interviewed him in Bergen uh, yeah I, just, oh, I forgot Milner for some reason can we just write right off Bergen please oh, hold on by the way I was expecting and it was funny Sean Condren actually said to me because I'd said to him that I was going to be on the podcast, and he was like, you've been out drinking for two days, like, surely you're going to be in a heap. Mm-hmm. And then he texts me after, it's been like, just you held yourself together fairly well. <laughs> Backhanded compliment, I suppose, but <laughs> compliment nonetheless. Right, so we're going to talk about uh, predictions, right? So, uh, three questions. Well, two questions now. Predictions. Two, yeah. Um, Who, uh, dragged out the first So, what, what do you think? Give us your, for the coming season, what are we going to do? And, um, it was a realistic sign and who you think we should go for? <sighs> Predictions. Like, the way I've kind of looked at the last few years is that we're edging closer. I wouldn't even say we're edging closer. They're coming back more. Like, well, they didn't drop many points last year. No, I know, but it, it's still not... They're not as good, as strong as... The, I, I know that kind of contradicts itself. I get what you're trying to get is, across here. But, like, is Leahy that good a sign? I don't think Leahy's that good a player. I could be miles off of that. I don't think he's as good as people. I think, think losing Benson and McGrath is huge. That, but that's what I mean. Huge. I don't agree with the McGrath thing. I won. I'm one of very few people who say this. I don't say the McGrath thing. He's better than Jack Byrne apparently. Well, uh, we won't, we won't he's get a into that. He's just, a good player and he's a. Loss. And he was probably the best player in the cup final. But prior to that, any time I've watched him and everyone says, "Oh, Jamie McGrath, he's just standing up," and this isn't from a bias point of view because if if a footballer's good, I'd say he's good. But I just don't see it with him. I just don't see it with the big mm-hmm. thing. About him is, um, and th- like Slogan's a good sign. I think he's a good sign. Is he better than Benson? There you go. That's what you're that's saying. What I mean. yeah. are, they, are they improving on what they're? That's what I mean. I'm not. They trying, are. They I'm not trying the downgrades. I'm not trying to say you know they're they're falling back and how they're signing, but are the players that that are particularly for the financial position they're in? Like, let's bear in mind, like they should be going out and signing better than that. Yeah. With yeah. that wage bill and all that. And did you see their tweet where it showed like how many players they've lost over the years, like Tell and. And Holborn and, and all it will, that. It will absolutely back no profit, no none whatsoever. whatsoever. No, they've lost all their prized assets for nothing. They actually have a disastrous again, no, policy. Nobody focuses in on that part either. They've they've had people like everyone goes on about Tell being one of, if not the best midfielders in the League of Ireland for the last 10, 15 years. Like, and they got fuck off him. Yeah, I mean he he, he was the, he's, he's still probably the most impressive player I, I, I can remember in a long time in the League of Ireland. He was absolutely amazing. He really was consistently brilliant. <laughs> And uh, I think he's just taking the big books now at Salford at this stage. But we're going to go on to give us a realistic sign and think about all the lower leagues and stuff like that. Like the likes of, for me, if I was going to pick somebody I'd love to sign and it's realistic enough, give us Doyler. Give us Alan Doyle back. I know he's banging them in before. I just don't think that's realistic. If that, was, if that was a realistic thing, I'd be all over it. Yeah, it'd, it'd be, be great to see him back, wouldn't it? Um, I'd absolutely... But I look, know. look, he's hot property over there, isn't he? Like I agree completely. Me and Miller have been talking about this in the past, like in, in the last few days. About it is kind of worrying at this stage that they've reached the kind of similar situation they were in last year, where they're playing trialists up front. Does that? I mean, but is that necessarily a bad thing? Because you have to, 
you never know you could unearth the gem while you're doing your your bit in the background like they'll have their in their industry guys doing their bit in the background getting troilists in having the local players saying he would be decent get him in once he's not yeah, an but they're always shy though yeah well yeah. Danny Carr's well, a troilist and that wasn't a failure that wasn't a failure he wasn't a failure Dan Carr is the only troilist striker I can think of that we've signed in the last exactly. few years we've never, not a failure we've never looked at a troilist that he's good Oki was trying. always got shy troilists in. Oki should have done the door we're, at the bar. I actually agree with you saying, like, you know, it is good to get troilists in, you might unearth the gem. But we haven't. Yeah. And that's this, the simple fact. I'll give you that one, Staff. We've never unearthed the gem. Is this what we're looking for about in a year? Sorry, this is my time, James. <laughs> 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 He's not even going to be on here. Delete the whole thing. James just turned up. just like, I mean, obviously. It, well, <laughs> I find it hard to believe that Marshall won't be an improvement on Boyle because yeah. everyone knows how strongly I feel about how Boyle was. <laughs> Do you know what my missus calls him? His name is Eden Boyle and she only goes to the games every so often. She calls him Eden Mess. So that just tells you what she thinks like, watch, watch that game on Monday and I've never seen a poorer individual performance in the first half. In that He'd play, be good, like, I'd say, at like, uh, you know, yeah, Saturday in the United Church. No, league, like maybe. Javelin or something, you know. Brutal. Brutal footballer. Suppose he could have got sent off for scoring on goal. It could have gone worse. Yeah. Terrible yeah. footballer. So you have to assume that's going to be an improvement. So give us a pick. Yeah. Who do you, oh, that's yeah, what I, mean. I, I don't yeah. know. Like, I'd love Doyle. If Doyle was a realistic one, I'd be all over it. So. If Podge was a realistic one, I'd love Podge back as well. But I don't think they're realistic. Is Sheridan a realistic one? I don't know. Yeah. Is Stout open on air, Stout? And this is what Brad's are sitting down now with McPhail and the lads and doing. And they're thinking, if you, they what have, can they we have, do? They have a good squad there. A good group But let me put lads. this to you. Jack Bourne was nowhere near realistic. Let's be honest. That was pie in the sky stuff. And and, and don't get me wrong, when when he pulled that one out, I think everyone was shocked at nobody. Why not do it again? People were skeptical as to whether it was going to work out as well as it did. I certainly was, purely based on what I'd heard, and and a lot of people were like that. I never imagined it to turn out as well as it did. Uh, But listen, if if they if they will get Doyle in. 100%. 100%. If, if they, or make a power prediction, if you get the island, you win the league. Oh, there we go. So but that, well, that won't happen, so. We'll move on to our first pre-season friendly as well. We're an annual game at Lucan in the Molly Malloy Cup and win a 3-1. Called off, play the power conditions. Yeah, it was fucking Ref clued up barely. Goals from C-Block, Borky and O'Neill. So how do we look, Steph? Um, I don't like pre-season, I'm going to be honest. But see, what we yeah, always I'm not doing it this I year. Never, I never cold. base on pre-season. Because, you can't. Because what people tend to forget, or, well, Forget on purpose is that. And in Kenny's preseason, should we fuck him up beating teams seven nil and eight nil? Yeah. Remember Gary O'Neill scored a hat trick. Yeah, <laughs> you know what I mean. Kerry Gilbert looked like fucking Ashley Cole. Do you remember <laughs> dropping it away and Kerry Gilbert's first game, and we all thought he's a player. <laughs> Do you know what always so, summed up Kerry Gibbs that when we were beating 3 0 boy Sloy got on did that Patrese fella in Ah, oh, Peter say he was he was awful, right? But. At one stage, didn't he feign injury after he, f- he fluffed the goal? Yeah, and it was uh, the tensions were building at that stage as it was, right? Because everyone was kind of annoyed about how things were going. But the bot, the, we got they got a throw in, or we got a throw in deep in our half in the corner, the corner of the showground yeah. in the away end. So we were, I was standing there, right? I don't know. This is a very random memory to have, but and Gilbert was obviously playing Roy Fall and Sivas was playing centre half. Yeah, and. Gilbert went over to take the ball. Sivas went to throw Gilbert the ball, but says no, no, no. Gilbert was going, no, you take the throw in, and I'll fill in centre half, right? And I erupted, right? We are two 0 down. I, I went absolutely spare. I was giving him all sorts of abuse. Going, that is just sums up what your career has been made of. Like, you're telling the centre half to take it. That is the most 
I swear to God, I've never been more annoyed going to watch Rovers ever than when it was going. Oh, it was horrible. With the Troilist in as well, big German, was it? Uh, did we get his name? I don't know. Now we have our start on him. I'm glad uh, you're uh, Lewis Shawhall told us who it was. It's, uh, Stan Connymore's cousin. Stan Co- oh, that's grand, that'll do yeah. it. Yeah. Do, you know, yeah. do you know who I do want to know about? I want to know about Cole in Mark um, Tell us about him. How did he look? Funny enough, uh, Brendan Rowney, who was involved in the 90s, he was actually, when I was at Rovers, he was my manager briefly. And I was talking to him out there, and he was saying, this this kid, right? Now, I was looking at this fella, six foot five. Taxi driver. Like shit house, like. <laughs> I wouldn't say taxi driver. <laughs> but this fella, like, his kids were looking on the sideline and all, you know what I mean? One of those was, and <laughs> Brendan was like, ah, no, he's only gone 17. And I was like, 17? And he was like, yeah. And I was like, this fella is a fully grown man, like, this seven in. He actually looked all right. Again, I don't like judging people on pre-season. One thing I will say is um, a couple of players have bulked up. Like, particularly about what I'm saying about Cabo, like, about Lafferty. So I think people haven't really given Lafferty a fair judgment based on that. Like, he needed a pre-season. I think he's a, f- he's he's a good replacement, isn't he? For one, a, of the maddest, one of the maddest blokes in the world as well, by the way. You'll remember why I called him a bloke yeah. after Bladen. After that Certain night, things we can't say in the Denied a cup final that we can't mention. Um, but yes. Gary O'Neill has bulked up an awful lot as well. They're obviously hitting the gym fairly hard. Here, listen, when you have Darren Dillon looking over your shoulder, yeah. you have no choice. Um, Interesting that Alex Stone started that one again. Cause I remember he played out on pre-season last year, and then he got an injury and he kind of vanished. So, big fan of... Do you know this is very trivial. Big fan of... People going for the Roy Kane look, like shorts pulled up, like Lee Carmel shorts pulled up. Yeah, Roy, yeah. Jersey tucked in. You don't see that. Roy Cup boots. He's only about 19 and he's doing things like that. Big fan of that. Um, scales came on they, second they, half. Yeah. yeah, I like the look of scales. Yeah. That was kind of, and, and it was the point I made several times when, it, when, when we signed him, how that had to be an addition rather than a replacement. And it's a great addition to have yeah. because he, he's versatile. Because now he can play up Ryan Roy full. You have those options that we've 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 probably arguably have the best. Lads, can somebody check Barry's pulse? <laughs> arguably have the best defensive Barry, options a, in the league. Give us a commander helps or something. Oh, no. <laughs> he's alive. He's alive. So we'll let Staff go. He's yeah. So he's Staff, yeah. Staff, Staff's doing a Parsons here, and he's yeah. taking over. Uh, took over the show. So uh, sorry, lads. That's Staff. Uh, give him a round of applause, boys. Right. So me and the prof are just going to have a quick chat here before Kearnsy steps up. Twelve can Kearns is going to come up, and uh, me and the prof are going to talk quickly about the Shamrock Rovers B team. This is the East Enders. Uh, esque saga that is the B team which has been insane what's going on the hatred is beautiful I love it I want to hook it to my veins but I don't know why there was no furor and uproar the last time you put a B team in but the hatred is real so apparently the three options that were given to the league by the alliance were Rovers can be kicked out uh, or they withdraw themselves or they withdraw themselves or they can play without Rovers but they're in the league, which makes no sense. Or they put it to a vote, which means nine clubs vote for against Rovers. So it's all against Rovers. So we don't know how it's going on. We really don't know what's happening until it's going to be announced officially, until the first game kicks off. We're still running the bus to Longford as far as the game is on. Um, and the plot thickens as well, because Limerick are allowed to apply for a license. So it could be 11-team league. So what happens there, though? Like, it just it doesn't make sense. Nothing's making sense. It's not... Like, do we even talk about it at this stage? Because... 
we're so ill-informed as to what's going on. Well, by the time we do our next show in two weeks, I think it'll be confirmed one way or the other. Yeah. As, as, as the legendary Stephen Bradley once said, the city has two great teams, Gary. Rovers and Norbers Reserves. And here's the thing, as the legendary Stephen Bradley, like I heard, I said, like I said, once again, I was having a conversation with someone today about someone who said that the cup win is papering over cracks. And I don't believe that. I think that's harsh. And if you're going to talk about papering over cracks, you might as well start talking about balls, you're papering over fucking earthquakes there. But if we're going to talk about that type of thing, I think that's unfair. I think we've been working on this and we bit the best team that's been in the league for five or six seasons. Fair enough, it was on penals. We should have beat them over 90 minutes and it was well deserved. So I think it's a lot going on at the club right now to be positive about and there's nothing to be negative about. But the B team thing, we're going to have to talk about another time because it's just, it's a saga and we don't know what the fuck is going on. So we're hearing that Aiden Price is going to be the gaffer. Stephen Rice has left the 19s, which is a strange one, but he's been working. And uh, Ed Saul is now a coach member of 17s. I've nothing but good things to say about Ed Saul because he's a he's a proper hoop. And he, think about how think about how happy that man is, a Rovers member, to take charge of the 17s. Think about how happy that man is going to be. So big shout out to him and delighted he's after getting the, the job. And it's a, it's just another way to get tifties to get info, you know. Yeah, <laughs> That's another model. So big shout out to Edsall. And um, the underage season begins on March. Two overage players are now played in the nineteens. Yeah. I didn't know that. So what? What can can Jack can Jack Bull play in the nineteens? No, I think it's just like maybe a year no, old. That was the argument boy Ah. Because a lot of people uh, have some, yeah. what, two or three, isn't it now? Right, right. right. Not me for that was like alliances arguments. Oh, right, okay. Personally, I think it's essential for the likes of those 19 year olds who don't play senior football from 19 to 21 and they're lost. They're in the round unless the senior league. They might not get a game. It's essential for them to fucking progress and get get men's football at that level, which doesn't exist in Ireland. So that's what we have to combat. I think and most yet, people would agree we, we'd like the A championship back. Yeah, we're, but it needs to be free. You have to have a free reserve league. Simple. That's it. Free reserve league. There you go. Done with those. Right, so next up, Carl Cairns, freshly tatted. Sit up there, my old mate. <laughs> yeah, sorry, Carl Cairns' brother. Sit down there. Labour worker. <laughs> politics, yeah, we don't include politics. Describe your tattoo experience there. Yeah, that was grand. I'm taking a lot better than Mary did, didn't he? Yes, yeah. Ryan, yeah. <laughs> You're speaking very well so far, I must say. Yeah. Oh, thank you very much. I'll touch me, brother. Carl can claim to own the uh, second most listened to Tifty's podcast of all time. Yep, yeah. yep. Yeah. Now, that's just him sitting in his house pressing replay, so. Oh, he admits that. that. <laughs> he actually admitted that. I love the sound of my own voice. Not as much as that, but I love the sound of his voice. So, Prof has something for you here, go on, Prof. I don't. No, I was just going to say, your brother's gone to Pat's, where he was interviewed by words on the screen. As you do, Pats. And uh, a lot of saints blood in the current family, apparently. Can I just put on record that that is a fucking lie? <laughs> Died in the wool, Pats fan. That and you've a, I've a lot of cousins around in Chicago. That is. My daddy lives around the corner. Oh, this God, is exactly why I didn't want to come after this. <laughs> i tell that's, you what. That's not true. <laughs> <laughs> that is not true. Defend yourself, then. Yeah, no, it's, it's me two grannies with me in Chicago. I didn't know that until that interview came up, but I'd point mm. out. So he, do you know what? He sat down and I'd say your man skilled him in politics and said, "Listen, this is what you say. 
this is what you say. Well, you're getting absolutely roast. <laughs> yeah, I could just confirm that's absolute bollocks. I don't care if Tom would have bust, that's bollocks. Right, so uh, two friendlies on Saturday Roast Zone earlier today as we record this. This morning we drew 1 1 with Bray Wanderers. We jacked Bourne, scored a nice goal, mouse with the box, and Bray equalised straight after. We're ahead of So, Carl, you uh, took the game in. Tell us a bit about it. What were we like? Uh, yeah, we looked alright. Um, Bray looked pretty young, so I know. Us a lot. Uh, I thought the boys looked tired, but just kind of fair enough because it's only a second. Well, will I tell you why they looked tired? They were, dog the day they were doing bleep tests, season. they yeah. were getting hammered by Darren Dillon, Mackinac yeah. from the bleep test. Big shout out to Big A Mac. Um, you're looking at a team that is being pushed to the hip, yeah, to the limit. Yeah, but all pre season, you're never going to get the highest of quality, but we bits and pieces that were good. Flat out cardio yeah. weights, the whole lot. You have Darren Dillon absolutely mortaring them. So, yeah, Marshall looked decent, I heard. Good, good. Well, probably our two best players in the day were probably Marshall and Scouts. Yeah. Two of them fit, look like fitting really, really well. Um, and you have Marshall coming straight in from He's a full season, isn't he? Yeah. The only thing we worried about him is playing a f- nearly a full season and then going straight into another season yeah. of but if you look at his record, did, what do you think of his record? Unreal for a man of his age. He's oh. only gone 25. And oh, that's why he'd be confident of him coming into this season. And doing People it. are saying he looks small, but looks light, but it didn't look light today. He was fairly comfortable. Yeah. Like, and like Sean Gannon, arguably the best right from the league. And he's, not, he's not a unit. Like, true. So very true. Yeah. I, don't, I don't know which isn't going straight in. No way, uh, Ronald Finn so far in these friendlies. I don't know if he's... It's A's on the old holidays. The show doesn't he always get extended holidays. <laughs> Finn had a golden boy, what? The trialist, his name was uh, Kieran Toland, Scottish player. Not much on mine about FC Buffalo was his yeah. last club. I think I know it was in yeah. Edmondsbury or something like that. And he got Offensive Player of the Year, 2016. I couldn't talk there for a minute, lad. Sorry about that. Yeah, stroke. I heard it was. <laughs> I heard it was absolutely freezing. This is the reason I'm not doing these friendlies, Carol. It's just not worth standing the cold to see trialists that we're not going to sign. That's yeah, my opinion. Yeah, but isn't pre-season like, you know, no one you're... I don't want to see Rovers pre-season, so I want to see the... I want to see it full on, you know? Does that make just, sense? I kind of just turned up to see everyone again. It's not so much about the match. It's about seeing everyone again. Ah, it's too early for me. I miss it. too early for me. So, yeah, um... The friendlies, yeah, so tell me, uh, the army, Gruzy sent us this report, the Gruzy. Yeah, well, it was a different starting eleven. so it was Leon, Amor, Hjolman, Ger, mm-hmm. Lopez, Wales, Lafferty, Dunn, McAniff, O'Neill, Brandon Cavanaugh, Williams and Green started. One five nil. Goals from McAniff, Green, Green scored twice, Conan Noonan and Dylan Duffy. Lovely. A couple of players unknown, was there a couple yeah. of young lads, so... Um, we're looking good. More preseason fixtures to come. We're playing the army again. Playing the Ra on the 28th. <laughs> <laughs> home to, oh. home to oh. Longford and away to Waterford on the same day, Sunday the 26th. And it's quite strange that we're playing a Premier Division team in a friendly. We haven't done that in a few years. I hate that. It is strange. Yeah, Milner's nephew, he thought you were playing the IRA, didn't he? <laughs> yeah, he did. <laughs> right, we got to get the bar <laughs> So a, qu- a quick round up of some of our ex-players, there was uh, expected clear out in the wind, that's something I'm very happy with, I was happy with us trimming the fat, the likes of Eaton Boyle, Orkhan Vojic, Oki, Joel Kustro, Boyle had a nightmare start to life at Linfield, uh, if anyone saw that. So Carol, now that he's gone, let us know your feelings on a man named Eaton Boyle. He's just terrible. Like I felt bad. He stuck out like a sore thumb, didn't he? Really, like in a football I team. Him. I felt for him. Like yeah, he just looked uncomfortable. He might be great in the team that 
hasn't got the ball, sits in, defends, and is yeah. direct or whatever, and just all he has to do. But when he's given a ball, he just looks so out of place. And it's all like he lost his place towards the end to Finn, who's not even a right side, right side player, but just who, who did excel. He walked well. pretty well there. It felt and like the Matt standards. Like massive, massive felt like the standards of everyone came up. Yeah, Especially just, like Pico. Yeah. Like, how much yeah. did Pico oh, come yeah. on that season? Yeah. Yeah. That's what it was. Yeah. Boyle just didn't come with him. I just said, I felt him, but like, he just. Well, he couldn't cross his legs as well, to be honest. Mm. Let's be honest. That's one thing I thought Marsh was good at today. He was poor. He couldn't cross the ball. So it's a new era under our right side of midfield. Personally, the left, I was looking forward to that more than that because you can on Ferrugia. But now we've learned that Cavo is out. So I'm disgusted with that. But listen, we have a good backup there with with, uh, with Lafferty. And Ferrugia is my man to watch for the season, to be honest. Can't wait to see him. I really, really can't. The guy is so exciting. So important question though: Was Ethan Boyle worse than Ryan Connolly? No, yes. no nobody was. Nobody's been worse than Ryan Connolly. <laughs> <laughs> I actually have to watch him again. He's been playing the division next year. He's the worst football I've ever seen. This is why we bring Carol oh, back. Someone not say he got a toe amputated. No, he nearly lost. No, he nearly lost the toe. Tell what, that actually might be harsh. That is harsh. He nearly lost the toe. So, so he didn't lose the toe, so he's no excuse for being No excuse, yeah. He got an assist against Bowles. So, uh, yeah, we move on to Danny Kerr. He wasn't in any of Apollon's match squads and they released him as well. Pretty much second. Do you not play one game now? He t- pop, we don't. Uh, Sean Boyd, the part of the club, rushed at his ACL in a friendly. Poor fucker went to. Where, Norway? Yeah, he went, to the, he went with the squad and he, his knee dislocated his kneecap. His knee went around to the back. And then the another 360, he went back. So. He tore his ACA, he's fucked, he's never got a chance. Well, Poor fella. Just had no luck. Yeah, so no luck at all. Yeah. Big shout out to him because he's a great guy. Uh, Brand, we'll move Before you, before you <laughs> say, <me> like, <laughs> Gavin Bazoon was at Man City, it was a great interview with him. And he was saying he's got a Robert's calendar up on his wall. And he's annoying all the Spanish lads with his uh, wolf tones and Christy Moore music. <laughs> that Royce and Pafflin introduced him to. Go on! So I like that as well. And on a different note here. So, uh, in other news, we have former Hoop. Have you ever noticed when something goes wrong, they're always Rovers ex-players, like Brando Mele, two-year ban. Yeah, yeah. Two-year ban for missing a drug test. All you say was with that, son. Oh, that's it, yeah? <laughs> yeah. <coughs> Sorry, the cough. Um, yeah, so, uh, he was uh, banned for two years. So, uh, yeah, that's Michael O'Neill, working miracles with Stoke City. Give us a memory of Michael O'Neill there. Apart from Millen Whiskey and the Abbo. The best one was after the ball was fist still one game. <laughs> video. They were saying the video from the Glamour Suite and he does the interview in front of the in front of everyone camera who's on the interview and him and Twig and talk about it and the celebrations there that night was great. I think that was the day Twig of Scotland was born. He was the he was the master of the fourteen man game. If 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 that I makes sense, one, two legs. Fuck. do you know what I mean? We, he he was a he was a great tactician and he always used his subs. He always did it and he wasn't predictable. I'm not saying Brad's was predictable, but we could probably. Are we saying he's predictable? You can we, always guess. We can kind of guess, so that means he's predictable. Subs, you can yeah. kind of guess, you know. By the way, Carl wants me to mention that this is his fourth appearance on the show, but it's his third live show. You get a hat trick, Bob. That's what I was gonna say. Yeah. <laughs> get a hat trick. He's gunning for the record. He's gunning for Jason Maloney's record of three appearances with Johnny Blues. That gets you the soccer AM match ball. That's bollocks. I'm sorry. Oh, New rules, Paul. We're sorry, we're like sorry, Carnsey. Here, we've had enough. Of you get out of the chair. That's it. Car cards. <laughs> Staff is getting lined up now as we speak. 
was going to sit beside him and hold his hands. Yeah, yeah. He's, he's actually struggling because, like I said, his jeans are spray painted on. Even though it's on his arm. <laughs> 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 so, uh, we're going to talk about, in other news, we tell a stadium on Pitch of the Year award again. So a cracker of a pitch as usual. Player sponsorships, lads. Player sponsorships, uh, there's 20 of them and uh, a few new from the management team. So we want to get all our players sponsored home and away. Email info shamrockrovers.e for requests or ring or just go in and you're going to sponsor it. We're not going to talk about anything else. Sometimes it goes wrong, like if you get Oki. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, <laughs> great signature. So the purple is back. Our new away jersey is purple. Uh, Royce had posted a picture of himself and Bray when we won the title in that colour so it's got great memories for us and if we cash our mind back to the Whirlpool jersey as well that goes back to the 90s so that was a cracker as well uh, Junior Hoops 2020 we have to plug these shout out but uh, the Junior Hoops 2020 membership uh, Bill Gleason the crook wants to take your money that's pretty much it <laughs> but now they're a great gang and they do fantastic stuff for the club they've been doing it for years Jane's been a junior hoop since the get go fantastic so definitely get involved with them get in touch with Paul Weaver Bill Gleeson who else we got Glenn Dunn all the good boys Rings End alumni good lads and they do great stuff so and we've released another survey as well so you want to tell us if you hate us if you love us if you want anything to do with us, tell us. We want us. To, we want to know. It's on Facebook, Riley Parsons. We need to hit a certain amount to done, and uh, we just want to hear your input. Make the so make the podcast better. Tell us your criticism. Tell us your love. We want everything. We can, can take. Yeah. I had to Google what that thing was about the membership. Patreon. I had to Google what it was. Hey, hey, that's 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 no, you, you, were, you weren't alone. Like oh, about fifteen people said, "What is that?" No, we just no, we can speak. No, I'm saying, "Happened." I said, "I tell me, sound like developing a product." Like we will, we will, we'll speak about it briefly now, right? Patreon is what what we're what we're doing is if you want to buy us a point a month, right? You can, but we you don't have to. It helps with with costs, with SoundCloud costs, and Spotify costs, and stuff like that. We don't, you don't have to do it but if you feel the need to say oh do you know what I enjoyed those five podcasts this month I'll buy the profit point you can do it and you get a little bit of exclusive content that's all that is all it is so um, it's an option the podcast was uh, the podcast will always be free the weekly podcast the monthly podcast there'll never be a scenario where you have to pay to listen to our regular content but we did ask what sort of benefits would you like some people said don't expect any benefits some people said maybe video content like that idea yeah. which is possible as well the vast majority of people answered yes the vast majority of people answered yes so we'll see how we get on with it we'll, we'll do up a, a structure possibly we could do up a 5 or a 10 or a 15 quid a month structure where you get certain amount of things or we could just have one option me and the prophet sit down see what suits and then we'll go down that road. I'll, so uh, I'll, I'll go through the whole stats on the next show. You know how much those stats. Yeah. But uh, seven who pets answered, Gary. I know we have way more than that. I know, yeah. We've, we've I asked. think they might be going under the guise of hoops. We know how many women listen to the show. <laughs> but uh, one person just said, uh, "What grinds their gears about Tesmanis?" And just said, "Gary's hair." Hooray! The, don't, don't mind the, the speak with what I like about that is they're that keeping the criticism constructive no, I, <laughs> I like that I, I appreciate that 
Keep the criticism coming. Yeah, what I've noticed was the majority of people love the quiz, questions from the East End, but the people that don't like it really don't like it. Really? Yeah. Carl Kernan, for example. What? Very, very easy to notice his answers on the survey. <laughs> and did you notice that yeah. some people were really noticeable who they were in the survey without putting their name down? Oh, Tommy Kelly's answers were just like, <laughs> there's Tommy, there's Tommy. Oh, there's Tommy there's again. There's Tootie. There's Tootie. Yeah. Is there there's anything more you want the test for East to do? Yeah, same point. More away buses, please. Can we do an away bus to Bowles? It's seven kilometers away, Tommy. From the Yabba to the And just on the, the Spotify. On the so this is an important one guys because we know Spotify is probably the most uh, used platform around so we're gonna let Prof speak about that. On the Spotify question we asked when we uploaded Spotify will you listen to there instead? Nearly 50% said yeah. Well Spotify is my go-to. Well I still, buy, I still buy music, physical music. It's just something I've been doing since I'm a kid and something I love doing but um, I also get involved with Spotify as well but if, it's, if that's the most po popular platform mm. then we want to suit the fans. Because so. it's really easy. We already have it. We already put all the music that we use on the show on Spotify in the playlist. But I think it is definitely something that we need to look at. So a few hours ago, I submitted to Spotify and it said it'll take a few hours. So probably as of right now, Tales from the East End are on Spotify. Yeah! yeah. Look at me now, man. So next up, we have the messiest fucker in the world. <laughs> Barely bear, kind of foley, scooch on up. He fell up the stairs twice in the space of an hour as well, by the way, lads. Up the stairs. Hello, hello. Yeah. So we got to just say that the last time Connor was on the show, he was on one of those. Uh, I think it was a pre preseason special. Yeah. And, and was it? End of season. And he complained that I brought him on too early. He was maybe the can we can we also remember that he got yeah. lost? He delayed the show by a good hour. He got <laughs> lost. It, he got a pin sent to his phone, Google Maps, and he still got lost. Yeah. So this is so like, I've made up to him now. Connor, you're on last, you're gargled, you've had a tattoo, no excuses, give us the best you got. Right, the memories of Cup Foil late, probably skip that, because uh, we saw it. The memories of Cup Foil, coming down to the Abo early, um, jumping onto the bus, jumping off the bus, <laughs> <laughs> falling off the bus, falling off the bus. You and Keith though. Me and Keith, drowned in Grey Goose. Round and great, using great gooses as I have to shave. Got me head bone by a flare. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I saw that you were you were the Incredible Hulk for about about an hour because your face was fully green because you put in a smoke bomb. Seven days, seven days. You got power bomb onto a car. I got I was walking backwards, fell onto a car. This is all before kickoff. This is all before kickoff. During kickoff, I was I wasn't too bad. I was already I was sober. That's the main thing. Well, that's it. You remember, you remember it anyway. So give us your predictions for this season. Uh, prediction is to for us win the, the league, the cup. Shot, uh, well, apparently the president's cup. The president's cup. We're gonna win that now. We might lose that, but who gives a fuck about that? Yeah, it's a bit Mickey Mouse, isn't it? But you do want it's a, it's a it's a mental thing, isn't it? It is a mental thing, especially coming into Bowles' first game of the season. We'd want to. We want to be uh, Dundalk, best team in the league, as for now. We want to beat them. We come up against Bowles, the first league game of the season. We, we will beat them. Um, Very confident. But yes. Where are we going to finish? Where are we going to finish? Top of the table. We're going to win the cup. 
We're gonna win the cup. We're gonna, we're gonna, gonna, gonna and we're gonna win the EA Sports Cup. So that's it. So we're gonna do the travel under Barry. Quadruple. What about the B team? If we get it, the B team. Ah, we're gonna win the league. Double We're gonna get the double double. So what a club. Let's have it. Connor, you are famously, you famously have your own segment called Connor's Corner. So what I want to know is, when you hear back us reading out your text messages, first of all, do you remember saying these things? Uh, not particularly, no, I don't. I reckon, uh, do you know what you do? Do you know when you're that drunk, you kind of don't use your hands? I reckon you use your nose. Sometimes to, I do. To WhatsApp, and or maybe your face, and you just mush the phone across your face and see what happens, and then you just go for it. Sometimes I go for the B on my finger, but it keeps going to the next two days beside it. So I just fuck it. <laughs> <laughs> we're actually getting an explanation for this. Yeah, no. So we're going to uh, do something different. We're getting today. into the depths of Connor's corner here. We're going to do something different, right? I'm going to get Connor to read the message that he sent us at New Year's. So, oh, yes. Connor, oh, good luck. <laughs> you are going to read this verbatim right so now. So we actually have Connor reading out his own uh, Connor's Corner. We have Connor input. reading Connor's Corner. It's the top there in blue. Have we know what he loves the you are being kibbity? The there sniffed flipped talk Rovers. <laughs> Rovers is bang on though. <laughs> Yale. Filthy. Alishkov. I, 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 I get you man, I feel for you. you, know? you. How long have you been following Turk Rovers? <laughs> Turk Rovers? <laughs> not long, not long. <laughs> Turk Rovers has been a new team. <laughs> Formed today in crew tattoo barbershop. <coughs> so tell me, who do you think we can sign and strengthen with? Like, what's a realistic target for you? And considering the investment as well, we can talk about potentially making a bid for another player in the league. Considering now we're, we're rich now. We're rich. We're rich. I think a big strike in the league could be useful. But then again, is, is any strikers available that can be actually put in goal Such a dilemma, isn't it? That's the thing, but Aaron Green, you can't fault Aaron Green of any because you drop him straight away if a strike comes in and starts scoring goals. Are we going to change the play around the striker that we have? With Aaron Green, I think the, the play we, we, we play is very good. <laughs> I've never said this before, but I 100% agree with Conor Vogt. Yeah. That's, that's actually insane. So, uh, Bertie, tell me, what did you think of myself and Ryan Legrew on Irish Football Fan TV? I thought uh, Ryan Legrew was trying, but uh, Parsnips was trying to get in. <laughs> I was not. I'm a vegetable. After 11 minutes, it was his show. No one else's show. <laughs> not at all. Not at all. Listen, you asked me for my opinion, I'm going to give it. <laughs> exactly. And you got in your, it wasn't even a corner. Uh, did you Did you like Mueller? Did anyone else notice Mueller little dig? I did. On, on the oak? Yeah. I, I appreciate did it. Did you notice the other one? The first Steve, dig, Steve, it wasn't a corner. Did you Stephen Bradley, oh. Stephen Bradley did uh, build it himself. Yeah, no, because I said Stephen Bradley. He did Bradley, it himself. You know, <laughs> he, he's built a squad, he's moulded it, and then I looked at the camera and I goes, he did it himself. <laughs> Why the microphone there? So Bertie's a spitting. Spewing cans of car banging. So, um, Shout out, by the way, to uh, Ben Cleary on Twitter, who for like a whole week just made memes of it wasn't Ben Cleary is, the, is what you'd call a classy troll. <laughs> a educated classy troll. you got to give it to him. Really. I was great at the end of the end. Uh, so Bertie... We are, we'll, we'll keep you here. I'm not actually. I actually don't want you to talk anymore. So, shut up. <laughs> 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 but listen, we've George Bourne. 
the one of the uh, events of the year is all coming up soon. George Bourne's memorial quiz will take place on Thursday, the thirtieth of January. It's twenty quid ahead. So, uh, lads, if anyone knew George, you knew what he was like. He was a great man, and we're going to commemorate him and go in and have a quiz. And uh, that's on the thirtieth of January, twenty quid ahead. Our drive for a thousand Instagram followers. Hopefully, after today, all the crew gang will follow us and give us some sort of Instagram. Uh, Status. So we're trying to get on to a thousand now. We're flying now as it, as it is. We're flying. So, Martin uh, Burnley, uh, uh, Tales from the East End is our Instagram handle. Martin Burnley, Ivy Celtic followed us on Twitter. And can I just say that nobody here but get a game for the Ivy, especially Calcarns. Nobody. Oh, as Pat told you, would uh, barely get a game for the uh, the Ivy. He never, he never said that. <laughs> I was, I was my, yeah, my, her, my brother-in-law actually plays for the Ivy. Well, I said Toy's a prick. <laughs> we're keeping yeah, that in. Toy, if you can listen, yeah. Kenny says you're a prick. Right, so uh, we're nearing to the end now. Our next show will be out the fourth week of February before the President's Cup. And uh, who have we got, Prof? We've got uh, John Toll. John Toll, former Rowers midfielder. Very popular back in his day. And uh, Paulo here. He's an Irish daily mirror journalist. Something of a closet hoops fan. Yeah. His brother plays for Birmingham. Is that true? <laughs> that is the most <laughs> random stat I've ever heard. Well, his I'm name is his name is Owen. Barely. Two years ago, he was. <laughs> <laughs> so, I yeah. want to thank Lewis yeah. Shaw for being on the show here today. Yeah. No, but, uh, <laughs> Now, Paul would have grown up seeing uh, John Toll play at the RES, so there's a bit of a link there. So. Ah, so there we go. It's yeah. going to be a, like a fan type Mick yeah. McCarthy, Pat Bourne job. Plus, you'll have all the scoops on the, on the B team and all that, so that'll be interesting. Uh, yeah, so uh, that's it. And lads, another very, very important part of uh, what we call the part of the culture at Rovers is what we're going to be doing on the 1st of February is for one of our good friends, Jay O'Grady, who passed away two weeks ago. Uh, Jay was 22, and he sadly passed away. One of our good lads in the in the south stand that we stood loyal with, and we're gonna we're gonna hike around the mountains from. We're gonna raise a few quid, and we're gonna do what we can from. So it's the first of February. We're all getting a bus at one o'clock from Tallis Stadium, uh, and we're going up to the Blue Light. We'll start there. We'll hike around the mountains. We'll have a good day out, and we'll we'll celebrate his life. So that's for Jay, lads. So the hike for Jay. So make sure that you get down, you support him. Or you can you can donate if you want to get in touch with us through uh, at East End Pod on Twitter, Tess on East End on IG, or Riley Parsons on Facebook. So get in touch with us. So is your man still there? Uh, that is it for today. We're looking for we'll get him the scariest man ever. I think he's gone, but he'll be back. So we'll get him. So that's it for today. We want to thank crew who have been extremely accommodating. Big shout fantastic. Out Big shout out to Amy and all our other guys. It's brilliant. It really was. No one else would do it. So listen, we really want to thank them. And yes, guys, yes, yes. if anybody needs a tattoo, head down to the crew, right bang in the middle, across from the old Dorans, who saw the souls, by the way. And uh, mention Tess and East Ham. Don't mention Milner because he's going takes the event the mail. But that's it. Uh, so that's it for this week, guys. I keep on hoping. And it wasn't even a corner, it was a rat's.